We would like to acknowledge the Ngunnawal and Ngambri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which Wurundjeri is created. We pay respects to elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge that the name Wurundjeri was taken from the Wadi Wadi Nation without permission and we are striving to do better for future reconciliation. Hello and welcome back to Post Irony Parables with Isaiah and Evan. Hello. Um, I'm Isaiah. And I'm Evan. How are you doing today, Evan? I'm doing pretty well. Um, I was doing really well until uh, there was a tragedy, unfortunately, when I was backing out of my driveway. Yeah, what happened? Oh, I accidentally hit, I accidentally hit um, George W. Bush's son. Oh, really? Yeah. He was actually really uh, apologetic about it. Yeah, okay. Man, I wish that was a cyclist instead of George W. Bush's son. Mm, yeah, well, you know, it can be both at some times, but... Like just generally, it's a it's a bit of a, a difficult thing to take over. Take it on. is. It is. What did you get up to today? Uh, well, I hit George W. Bush's son oh, when yeah? I was backing out of my driveway, and it was um, perhaps one of the most tragic things that ever happened to me because he wasn't a cyclist at the time. Mm. Um, I believe that at some point he will be. Yeah, and I think that's integral to you know understanding my perspective on the matter. But uh, how, what did you get up to today? Um, today, I actually. I had a meeting with my supervisor um, for my for my PhD, um, which went okay, n not as well as I would have hoped. Um, I'm, I'm doing an experiment at the moment where I'm trying to see uh, the effects of um, taking copious amounts of neurofin has on your sleep. Mm. So what I've done is I've got three different subjects um, and I've had them all take different amounts of neurofin. Mm. And what I did today is I went in and I hit them all with a hammer oh. and... Um, None of them have woken up since, um, but my, my supervisor said that the results aren't conclusive. Mm. Um, so, Well, it's interesting that it doesn't matter, uh, obviously, the amount of neurofin. Um, there's like just a blanket effect um, across mm. all possible confounding variables, of course. Mm. So I, that's a very interesting uh, research analysis. Yeah, of course. So today we've got, it's actually our final show today, which is very exciting. Mm. Um, we've, we've been here for a while uh, analyzing, um, some classic literature and today we're finally getting to read one of Richard Inspector's books. Yes. Um, he's one of my favorite recent authors. Mm -hmm. Um, he's truly come out with, you know, he has a whole litany of classics and it's yeah. very, uh, it's difficult to pick a favorite, but this book we're about to read is potentially one of our, our best, um, picks yet. Yeah, I agree. Um, really, really excited today. So today we're going to be reading, um, Isaac and Eric's Awesome Adventure uh, by Richard Inspector. I believe this book was uh, written in 2018, so it's it's new. Mm. It's new, but it is still pre-COVID. Yeah, which is obviously, you know, um, there was that big flaw um, that Turning Red didn't involve, you know, mm. it was set in 2001 and yet did not include any events about the awful terrorist attacks that occurred. And I think that, you know, it's interesting to perceive how the cultural influence of COVID would have affected children's writing, but obviously Richard Inspector isn't, isn't privy to this, um, global phenomenon. Mm, at least not yet. <clears throat> he did write a book, um, in 2021 though, called, uh, the contagious cough, mm. um, which weirdly enough, didn't actually reference, uh, COVID at all. Um, mm. it's main plot focused around, a a very famous building um, being hit by an aeroplane, which was quite, um, quite interesting. Um, I'm unsure what he was, what he was trying to say with that, but it's, it's really interesting to, uh, to see kind of the, the different depths that Richard Inspector mm. goes to. Yes. Um, in any case, uh, Isaac and Eric's awesome adventure. Mm -hmm. Shall we get started? Yes. Uh, would you like to read the first page? I will. I will. Um, okay. Let me just open it up. Isaac and Eric's Awesome Adventure by Richard Inspector. One day, there were two friends named Isaac and Eric. They both loved books and words. Wow. Interesting start. Mm. Yeah, you can, you can really feel the, the, you know, the heat of passion mm. over how much they love you know, books and words, which is, you know, sometimes those things come in a separate package. But mm. um, obviously, in this case, you know, Isaac and Eric are truly... You know, they they love both both concepts. It's not mutually exclusive. It's not usual, yeah, that, that someone um, loves both books and words. Um, mm. But it's interesting because one kind of encompasses the other. Mm. Um, and in in kind of another way, the other encompasses the other. Because a book 
contains words. A book is full of words. Mm. What is a book but a combination of words? But a uh, book itself, is the a, term we use for it, is a word. Is a word. Um, so they're both kind of contained within each other, which is very interesting. Mm. Yeah, you really have to wonder, like, what, kind, what came first, the book or the word? It's like, you know, the chicken or the egg. Uh, yeah, or the, the frog and the toad. Mm, yeah, exactly. It's one of those, you know, infinitely circular kind of philosophical concepts. It's very interesting. Um, and it's pretty pretty amazing here how Richard Inspector is able to uh, set up our characters so early on, um, mm. so quickly. You know, they're both fully three-dimensional characters now mm. um, with their own backgrounds. Uh, we know they both like books and words. Mm. Um, and our setting, it's one day. Mm. And you've, you've set up, that's, well, Richard Inspector, you know, he's set up this um, kind of joint common interest between the two characters, which mm. is like, you know, going to act as, you know, crux of their relationship dynamic later on. Mm. It's also interesting, uh, two friends, because mm. if you uh, rearrange some of the letters, you'd actually get it saying uh, two enemies, mm. which is interesting. Again, um, we've, we've spoken a lot uh, on this radio show about uh, the contrasting duality, the yin and the yang and the, uh, the good and the bad, the black and the white. Mm. And it's interesting that Richard Inspector is already incorporating this. Mm. Yeah. And it's like when, you know, you read it like that, when it says two enemies instead of two friends, you know, it's like there are many enemies who both, both of the enemies actually do love books and words. Mm. You know? mm. That is you very think true. Think of, um, uh, you know, two people who are enemies who love books and words. I'm trying to think of an example here, but I can't quite quite think of one unfortunately um but i'm sure they exist i'm i'm sure they do too anyway this is a bit of a lengthy book so we will try and paste through this one um a bit more just to make sure we get through it because it's a mm. really great read um so they both loved books and words <clears throat> wow said isaac i sure love books and words really contributing to the the character mm. um i agree said eric as he opened a book wow so you know it's really contributing to yeah, again, both of the characters, you know, they've, they've got the setup and then they've got the payoff with the dialogue. Yeah, talking about books and then and then a book appears and they're opening it. Um, really, really shows. And it shows that it's not, they're not just, it's not just, um, you know, telling us that they like books. It's also showing us in the, mm. they're discussing it, but they're also opening it. So it's not show, not tell. It's actually show and tell, mm. um, which reminds me of uh, when I was eight years old. Mm. Um uh, my first show and tell. I brought in <coughs> the corpse of a dead toad. Um, mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'll, I'll go on. I just had an awesome idea, said Isaac. Yeah, so um, next wow. page here. I wonder what the awesome idea is. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm like, I'm enjoying, um, you know, the extremely, you know, the, I feel like there's potential for a lot of, a lot of growth from mm. these book lovers. Mm. Um, so did I, said Eric. What's your idea? It's to make a shelter pr to protect us from the bad weather. The weatherman said there will be a storm, said Isaac. What's your idea? Wow. Wow. Setting up a, setting up a, um, a fort to protect, pr protect them from the weather. Mm. That's, I wonder what that would be like, like setting up a, a fort um, to mm. protect from weather. Yeah, like that sort of man versus nature dynamic. Where if, if you've ever seen 2012, the disaster movie, <laughs> you know, it's very similar you know, aspect where they're trying to protect themselves from the, the natural harrying of um, mm. the weather pattern. Mm. I believe, um, I think Isaac was actually based off Dwayne The Rock Johnson from that movie. Oh, really? Wow. I've also, I've, I haven't really um, made that connection, but um, I, can definitely, I can definitely see No, it. I believe so. And um, I think in a, similar, in a similar way, Richard Inspector actually based uh, Eric off of um, Vin Diesel. And so their camaraderie, the family, but also the enemies, uh, mm. you know, enemies to lovers kind of story is reflected in that um, with mm. the two friends, two enemies. Yeah. And, it's, you know, it's interesting to have that kind of character, you know, modeling, you know, given the fact that Vin Diesel and Dwayne The Rock Johnson obviously hate each other. Mm. Yet Richard Inspector here, Richard Inspector here says that they're friends. Mm. So this, it's very interesting to um, have that kind of dichotomy. Quite a depth. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> What's your idea? Said Isaac. Oh, said Eric, my idea was to create some show around books delivered through the radio. Wow, said Isaac, that sounds really interesting. Why don't we do both? Wow. Interesting. So our two characters, um, Isaac and Eric, are going to be 
making a radio show to talk about books? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously, you know, from their characters, this mm. is a very, you know, natural development where, mm. you know, at the start we set up that they love books. Mm-hmm. And so, hence, they would love to read books. Yeah. And if they want to communicate this to the greater world. This love to other people. Yeah. Yeah. And then to protect themselves, you know, the B plot of making a rain shelter. Rain shelter. Yeah. Which is important. Um, it comes down to the one of the... What are the? It's like the the triangle of needs. Mm, yeah, Maslow's hierarchy. Maslow's hierarchy. Yeah. yeah. Um, shelter mm. is fundamental. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the, the the bottom rung, and then you know, as you go up, it goes uh, books, and then actually that's it. There's actually only two parts <laughs> to the hierarchy. The common one that's been passed around is actually wrong. Mm, mm. Um, so I think that's very interesting that he references. You know, Richard you know, references this psychological aspect here. It's it's really interesting. And also with them wanting to um, start this show to share their passion, it's very interesting. Um, it shows that both of them are quite um, quite vain people. They, mm. they uh, obviously rely on validation from other people um, to, to, you know, to listen in and show them that what they're doing is good. Mm. Um because they could just do this in their spare time mm. uh, by themselves without an audience, but th- they want that audience there because they want validation from an mm. external source, which shows that they're they're actually really kind of vain people for for relying on that validation from uh, um from other people. Because reading book is reading books is quite an intimate, mm. quite an intimate activity. It can be, and you know, doing it with mates, um, doing it with best friends, either you know, really good time to bond. But they're not mm. focusing on their bond with each other. They actually want to broadcast it to other people. Um, it shows that they d- actually don't really care about each other all that much. Mm. Um, they more care uh, about how they're viewed. Um, mm. The qu- fame and like the perception. Yeah. Very it's selfish. Like, very, um, I think, you know, there's the potential for that to grow, you know, between these two main characters, Isaac and Eric, you know, since they're both very vain people, it could, you know, prove to be a critical character junction somewhere later mm. on in the book. Mm. But um, so Isaac suggested that they do both, which, you know, he's open to both, the radio show and fighting against nature itself. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. And so it's, it's what I guess it can kind of come down to uh, what they value more. Do they uh, value validation mm. or do they value one of the fundamental needs of being alive? Mm. So would they prefer to have, you know, their 15, 15 seconds of fame mm. um, as, um, oh, what's his name? Who said that? The artist? 15 seconds of fame? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. 15 minutes of fame. He's the one who painted Marilyn Monroe. What's his name? I even less Don't worry. have an idea. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> um, anyway, it's, um, yeah, so it's, you know, do they, what do they prefer? Are they, do they think that's more important, being in the spotlight, other people's perception of them, or actually being able to survive through the night uh, from the bad weather that, mm. um, the weatherman has that the weatherman has indicated is coming, which, Obviously raises some um, biblical iconography in regards mm. to uh, when it flooded for 40 days and 40 nights. Um, mm. It brings to mind also the story of of Noah and his ark uh, yeah. when they had to build the ark to, you know, trust in God to build an ark to mm. to a- escape this weather, this, uh, this natural disaster. But in doing so as well, it's another, it's, Richard is very good at having all these different, um, all these different kind of, I guess tropes and references coming into the one mm. one um, spot. Yeah, uh, and a real like collection of things. Yeah, because despite Noah building the ark, mm. that story is now held within a book. Someone wrote, took the time to write that down to put it in a book, so they could share it with others. Thus, seeking even though they took shelter as their primary um, objective, uh, validation was their secondary objective with sharing the story to other people. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, we should read on. Sorry. Um, Yes. So I'll just turn the page. Yep. Uh, so the last thing we said was, I had, no, it was, wow, said Isaac. That sounds really interesting. Why don't we do both? Okay, let's turn the page. Yep. So Isaac and Eric spoke to a local radio company called Baloney Radio. And before too long, they had a slot on Thursdays at 7 a.m. It's really early. Yeah, I wouldn't wake up that early. They decided to call their radio show... Literary analysis with Isaac and Eric. Yeah, so obviously it's very, you know, interesting um, that Isaac and Eric managed to find a radio show, uh, presumably quickly. That was really quick. Yeah, as they say, before too long. I mean, within a paragraph, 
they have found their radio But show. I guess time is relative. Uh, mm. Before too long, you know, it wasn't too long ago that um, I lost my virginity. Mm. Um, it was last night, actually. Mm. Um, but it also, you know, it hasn't been long since um, I shat my pants mm. a week ago. Um, oh, and, okay. and it hasn't been long since um, I last received a hug from my father, mm. you know, when I was three years old. Mm. Yeah, I mean, time is definitely, you know, relative. We don't know what Isaac and Eric are up to. They could already have had contacts within mm. this baloney radio, and that could have, you know, helped them out at getting this 7 a.m. slot, which is which is a very competitive slot, you know, because you're, mm. you know, you're trying to catch that early morning rush hour, the morning show. Yeah. So I think Isaac and Eric here are, you know, they picked a good slot for mm. their... their uh, I don't know how they got it, to be honest. I, I would have thought there'd be quite a high demand for um, the 7 a.m. slot. Mm, yeah, but I mean, I guess Richard Inspector here has taken a little bit of creative license mm, mm. to, you know, give these characters, move these characters closer. Their to advantage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is which is an interesting thing, you know, com compromising your art for, um, you know, and and facts for for your art, which is which is interesting. Um, and I, I'm unsure if it's ethical or not, but uh, Richard's made the decision, and mm. you know, it takes guts to make a decision like that. Mm. And, you know, he has to stand by it now. And I respect that he has, you know, had the, had the wherewithal to move the plot forward at such mm. a rapid pace, mm. which um, a lot of people can't pull off. Yeah. Yeah. So they started their radio show, uh, Literary Analysis with Isaac and Eric. Wow, said Isaac. This is an awesome radio booth. Wow. Again, Richard Inspector is setting up mm. um, an awesome radio booth. Presumably there's some sort of payoff to, you know, this awesome radio booth uh, mm. that he's setting up here. Mm. Yeah, responded Eric. I cannot wait to read and analyze some books. Eric shifted the mic towards him. Isaac sniffled. Wow, what, what, does, what does Richard Inspector mean by that? So Eric is shifting the mic towards him, which is obviously, you know, an assertion of dominance. Of dominance, yes. He's saying... I am the one who speaks mm. to to Isaac, despite them being friends. Yeah. So I think there could be like some sort of antagonism there from Eric. It, um, it brings to mind um, similarities uh, with Frog and Toad mm. that we've read previously. With um, despite them being best of friends, uh, Frog knowing that he is um, superior, evolutionary, and uh, mm. biologically to Toad, and despite them being friends still asserting the dominance over it. Um, mm. Again, the contrasting duality that friends to enemies, black and white. Yeah, like, I mean, Eric is obviously, you know, he's, he's got a bit of an antagonistic uh, tendency in, mm. in this paragraph. And Isaac sniffing, you know, that could mean anything. It could even be a future reference to um, Richard Inspector's contagious cough book that he wrote three years uh, later. So I think, mm. like, you know, he's trying to set up you know, this sort of multi, I guess, multiverse in the literary, in the literary form. Yeah, which is, which is really... Really interesting. Um, very clever. I, I love when um, when artists are able to do that, like connect their works mm. uh, across like different different mediums uh, and through different media. Mm. Um, it really really shows that that Richard has you know taken the time to sit with his characters, um, mm. really feel through and, and plan everything. So nothing here feels last minute or or as if it was made up like just then. Like he's definitely planned this out. Yeah, and I think like you know. Obviously, I love Richard Inspector as a writer, so I'm like, I'm very eager to see. You know, I try to try to always break down, deconstruct. You know, his intentions behind every sentence to better understand. You know, his mind, mm. which mm. I think is you know very interesting. So I'll read on. It says, "The clock struck seven a.m. It was time to start the show." So I'm going to page. Here. Yeah, go for um, it. So obviously, this is the morning slot. So this is uh, Eric speaking. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our radio show, Literary Analysis with Isaac and Eric, said Eric. Today we're going to be reading Isaiah and Evan's Awesome Adventure, said Isaac. Yes, said Eric. I can't wait. Wow. So, so they've, they've started reading their book? They've opened yeah, it up? Like, um, like, obviously, this is kind of still in the setup phase where you know, they're trying to figure out what this book's about, you know, Isaac and Erica have started to read this, you know, new book and we're going to be taken along on the journey of them analyzing mm -hmm. uh, this I'm, book. I'm interested to see what, um, what insights they come up with, mm. uh, in regards to their book. Um, 
it's it's going to be really interesting, especially since we know that they're such avid book lovers. Mm. Um, you know that this this book itself started with um, Isaac and Eric being best friends, mm. and us being told that they like books and words. Mm. And so we've been following along with that in mind, you know. And Eric even opened up a book at one stage. Mm. Now they've started um, a show where they're going to read one, and now we're actually finally seeing them read a book mm. and read the words in a book, uh, which is kind of what we've been waiting for all along. So we're mm. starting the journey, um, I guess, getting to the climax. Uh, yeah. The payoff is this starting, I believe. Yeah, I think like, you know, obviously it was established they love books and words. So this is kind of like they're leaving the Shire, like kind of mm. journey into this world of books and words that we're getting brought into along with Isaac and Eric. Which is really interesting. Um, it's, I think it's also really interesting how they, um, Richard Inspector intentionally uh, didn't give us ages for Isaac and Eric. Mm. And so we don't know how old we are. So uh, how old they are. So, um, you know, is this, because of that, we don't know if the book they're reading is um, a book intended for younger audiences or is a book intended for older audiences. Mm. But since they are such avid, um, avid fans of uh, literature, mm. I would assume they're a, a little bit older at least. Um, and and understand critical theory. You can understand that, you know, um, Isaac and Eric, obviously being book lovers, mm. probably are able to read. Mm. You'd hope so. Anyway, I will continue reading. <clears throat> so, yes, said Eric, I can't wait. The first page says, said Isaac, one day there were two friends named Isaiah and Evan. They both loved books and words. Wow, said Isaiah, I sure love books and words said Isaac, continuing his reading. I agree, said Evan, as he opened a book. I just had an awesome idea, said Isaac. Wow, so there's a lot to unpack there. Mm. Um, so obviously, they love, you know, this Isaiah and Evan love mm. books and words. Yeah. that's there's, there's a lot to be said about, you know, how that relates to um, Isaac and Isaac and Eric. And their own journey mm. and how they're trying to, you know, establish themselves, you know, both combating nature with the rain shelter, but also, you know, starting their own radio show to begin um, the, you know, their Isaac and Eric's literary analysis. Mm. It's, it's really interesting. Um, and I, I wonder, so, so they, they've said that they found that they find this book really interesting, um, mm. which is which I myself find really interesting. Um, and it's really interesting how Richard is able to uh, engage his, his audience uh, so well. Like I'm, I'm so engaged in mm. um, Isaac and Eric's uh, story and, and their narrative um, mm. and, and their study of literature. And I, and I wonder what we can learn from uh, their analysis. Mm. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to look at the page. Uh, Let's see. I believe we're up to the part where... Isaac was saying... Yep. Isaac was saying, and he's reading this page. Mm -hmm. um, I just had an awesome idea, said Isaiah, said Isaac. Wow, said Evan. That really says a lot. And he pointed the mic towards him. So I think there's a lot to unpack there. But yeah, so this is, this is all still um, Isaac reading yeah. the book. Yeah, so Isaac is reading this book and he's you know, trying to figure out what, what, you know, the book involves. And obviously Isaac and Eric, both avid book lovers, mm. but um, this is still Isaac speaking um, and reading this, this new book that they've uncovered, you know, as part of the plot. Yeah. Um, and, and, is and, and Evan's awesome adventure. Yeah. And, and they've just uncovered in the plot of the book that they're reading that Isaiah has had, an, has just had an idea. Mm. Um, and so, so I reckon, I reckon, the Isaac and Eric, the subtext here, which they're not saying at the moment because uh, Isaiah is still reading. Uh, sorry, Isaac is still reading the book. Um, the subtext is they'd probably be thinking, like, I, I wonder what the idea is, mm. um, and and wondering where where the book's going to go. Yeah, like I'm really trying to put myself in Richard Inspector, in Richard Inspector's head, and then trying to put myself in the words in you know the head of Isaac and Eric. Yeah, I'm really trying to put myself in the head of Isaac and Eric as well. Who are trying to put themselves in the head of, you know, this new book 
um, Isaiah and Evan's awesome adventure. So I feel like there's a lot, you know, Richard Inspector's really um, unpacking, you know, the the depth of uh, Isaac and Eric's characters when they analyze this. Um, so this is still Isaac reading out this book, Isaiah and Evan's awesome adventure. Wow, said Evan. That really says a lot. And he pointed the mic towards him. Yeah, said Isaiah as he shifted in his chair. I will read on, said Eric. I just had an awesome idea, said Isaiah. Wow. So wow. What, what, I'm, what I'm seeing here is that, you know, Isaac has been reading this book. Um, Eric says, you know, I'm going to keep reading. And within the book, this Isaiah and Evan character have mm. had their own awesome idea, which is funny because, you know, Isaac and Eric obviously have had their awesome idea previously towards the start of the book. So this kind of, you know, like there's two awesome ideas going on at the same time between, you know, both of these characters. And it's really, mm. it's a lot to uh, unpack. Yes. Yeah, so they had the idea to read the book um, initially. And now there's, you know, this new idea mm. um, going on. Um, and I think it's also really interesting. Uh, and we, we need to remember that while this is happening, there's obviously some sort of catastrophic uh, weather event weather event um, mm. occurring, um, occurring in uh, Isaac and, Eric's universe, and mm. they are instead choosing to read uh, this book, Isaiah and Evans' uh, Awesome Adventures, instead mm. of uh, preparing for that event. Yeah, preparing for the rain shelter, which mm. is, you know, it shows the disconnect between Isaac and Eric and, you know, material reality. Yeah, it's really in- interesting. I'd, I think it would be really fun to build a uh, rain shelter, don't you think? Mm, yeah, I have always wanted to do one. Ever since um, I was young and... So my uncle Noah mm. um, kept on talking about this massive, you know, weather storm. He was a weatherman. Oh, yeah. And um, so... When did he say it would happen? Well, he said that it would occur over um, 40 days and 40 nights, but okay. nobody listened to him yeah, um, because he was a weatherman. Mm. And so we went ahead and built this ship. Mm. And basically what happened is uh, the weather event never came, um, which was quite tragic. Yeah. But... He had a little kiddie pool that he set up and he floated the boat in it. And uh, in any case, I forgot what I was talking about, but um, that was the story of my uncle Noah. Well, Richard Inspector is really amazing uh, with all the analysis he's doing here. Um, mm. there's, really, there's really a lot going on. Um, sh- I, I think we should uh, continue reading. Yeah, so the last... Um, so Eric has just read that Isaiah has had an awesome idea. Uh, where's that? So this is, um, I just had an awesome idea, said Isaiah. And, and Eric's said just by said, Eric. said by Eric. Okay, cool. Um, so I shall continue reading Isaac and Eric's Awesome Adventure by Richard Inspector. Wow, said Eric. That really says a lot. And he pointed the mic towards him. Wow. Well, so, so Eric is obviously... Struck in awe um, at the book mm. that he and Isaac are reading. Um, mm. And as he feels that it s- says quite a lot, um, that's his analysis of the book. Um, so struck in awe, in fact, that he uh, is probably leaning back because at the start of this, when they started their radio show, Eric had already moved the mic closer to his, uh, mm. to his face as to, to assert dominance, as we talked about. Um, and there hasn't been any movement from Eric since. So the only reason he'd need to move it closer would be if he himself had shifted back, mm. um, yeah. which would most likely be because he's struck in awe. He's so dumbfounded by the the amount of depth uh, in in the writing of this story, Isaiah and Evans' um, awesome adventures, that he's he, he's dumbfounded. He, he's struck. Yeah, he's almost finding it you know difficult to comprehend, and so he's still like trying to point the mic towards himself, um, Eric. Yeah, yeah, he's he's almost like lost in, and maybe even a little bit confused by all the different layers going on in the mm. work. Um, so as he pointed the mic towards him, yeah, said Isaac, as he shifted in his chair. Again, there's, it's really interesting. And I, I love this about Richard Inspector and his characters. So far, all of Eric's movements have been dominant, uh, pointing the microphone towards mm. him. Yet all of Isaac's have been nervous, like, like mm. shifting and, and moving and, and anxious and, Isaac is the one who had the original idea to prepare for the, the bad weather event to build the shelter. Mm. So you can tell that Isaac is an anxious person. Um, mm. um, he's probably diagnosed with anxiety. Mm. Um, 
and he probably wants to build this radio shelter, but you know, instead, sorry, this uh, rain shelter, and instead he's you know he has to do this uh, radio show, but he does love books. So yeah, he, he does love books, so he's obviously enjoying it. But in the back of his mind is this um, horrific weather event, and so he's shifting in his chair. He's, he's nervous, um, and that that one detail shifting in his chair, you know conveys so much subtext and we learn so much more about mm. Isaac and with Eric moving the mic closer to him, we learn so much more about Eric. And I just think that's such a testament to um, mm. Richard Inspector's uh, writing. It's just mm. incredible. Yeah. So the imagery is fantastic. Yeah. Like I really get a good understanding. I feel like of these characters, I, I love the way Richard Inspector uh, uses descriptive words to move the plot along. It's, you know, it, it's not just all dialogue. Like it's, it's really, it's really, um, it really takes you on a journey uh, through your own mind, as opposed to you just hearing mm. what the um, characters are saying. Mm. Yeah. So the analysis is, you know, Eric says that really says a lot. Yeah, said Isaac as he shifted in his chair. And now Eric says, "I will read on." I will read on," said Eric. I just had an awesome idea," said Isaiah. So did I," said Evan. "What's your idea?" It's to make a shelter to protect us from the bad weather. The weatherman said there will be a storm, said Isaiah. What's your idea? Oh, said Evan. My idea was to create some show around books delivered through the radio. Wow, said Isaiah. That sounds really interesting. Why don't we do both? Wow. Wow. So, so Eric's just uncovered quite a bit of plot in the book that um, mm. him and Isaac are reading at the moment. Mm. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm really interested to see, you know, because... Um, Eric, obviously, he's he's the titular, the the guy who is you know making these dominant moves in the mm. radio booth, and meanwhile, you know, um, Isaac is trying to kind of get the the rain shelter online, and so it's kind of interesting to see that you know, um, Eric is, you know, reading and kind of uncovering this plot, and like trying to figure out about these characters is mm. Ira and Evan are uh, within this um, literary analysis yeah. by Isaac and Eric. I'm, I'm really, really interested to see where um, this book goes, uh, what happens with Isaac and Eric as they're an, uh, analyzing this book with Isaiah and Evan. Um, it's very, it's, it's very interesting. Um, I wonder, I wonder if the weather events going to come and impact them. Mm. I wonder if, um, if them analyzing this literature is, is almost a, um, almost, a, um, I guess, intended by the author to mean, you know, to d display how uh, people in real life, we put off um, doing the things we need to do, you know, building Maslow's hierarchy of uh, mm. rain, shelter and books. Um, we put that off for worldly pleasures, mm. uh, sex. Uh, mm. Drugs. Drugs. Money. Money, marshmallows on sticks. S'mores. S'mores, um, mm. hitting toads with hammers, mm. Um, mm. running over cyclists and then reversing to make sure you've crushed them. Mm. Um, you know, we often distract ourselves from, I guess, what the fundamentals of what really needs to be done. But it is, uh, in doing so, Richard Inspector is, I guess, also bringing up the question, is it really a distraction? Um, does it really matter? Because it's both still an action that's contributing to you. Mm. I guess it's, is your health as in your heart, your physical being more important or is your mental state more important? Your mm. brain or your heart? Yeah. Analytical or um, spiritual? Yeah, I think like Richard Inspector's, you know, he's come up with this kind of dichotomy and it's like very interesting to examine through the lens of um, Isaac and Eric um, trying to unpack this book, um, Isaiah and Evans' mm. uh, awesome adventure. Mm. But um, this is still, so Eric in this book is still reading through you know, is Aaron Evans' awesome adventure. Mm. So um, if you were to... Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll continue. Yeah, so so this is still Eric reading through Aaron Evans' awesome adventure. And so he's... This is what Eric is saying. And what Eric is saying is he's reading the book. So Aaron Evans spoke to, the local, to a local radio company called Waroni Radio. And before too long, they had to get a slot on Thursdays at 7... PM. They had got a slot, sorry, on Thursdays at 7 PM. They decided to call their radio show Post Irony Parables with Isaiah and Evan, said Eric. Yeah, so, you know, equally unrealistic, you know, um, book, right, right, in Isaiah and Evan's awesome adventure where they mm. get this 7 PM slot, which is obviously very contested because, very contested. you know, that's the rush hour at the end of, 
at the end of work. You know, everybody's getting off at five. So, you know, they'll be stuck two, in traffic. Two hours to get home. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, which, is, which is really interesting. It also, you know, it means um, Isaiah and Evan's audience is um, aiming for people who, you know, live two hours uh, out of big cities. Mm. Um, so nine to five workers who, who probably don't have much of a life. Um, which is really interesting, um, con- considering that th- they're, you know, they're speaking to those people, even though mm. they also don't have as much of a life because they're spending their time, uh, reading books to each other D- again, uh, I guess, I guess seeking validation in other people when they could just be mm. spending this time, um, with each other reading this, you know, reading this mm. book, it's quite an intimate alone thing they could be bonding as friends but instead they require an audience there mm, yeah i mean it's just incredible you know character work and then there's obviously you know the dichotomy um between the the host isaac and eric and you know how they're expressing how they're expressing their you know perspectives on this new book um i think it's also really interesting um eric didn't do a lot of analysis there mm. uh eric just read a whole chunk of um Isaiah and Evan's awesome adventures. Mm. Yeah, and like, you know, it feels like Richard Inspector, he's kind of, you know, kind of lacking in the analysis, which mm. is quite sad um in this book from Eric. So I think it's like a little bit disappointing to see from Richard Inspector. But overall, you know, I'm I'm still eager to see where the book goes. Will Isaac and Eric build this rain shelter? Yeah. You know, will they um, finish this book or will their temptation and validation, um, end up being the, the downfall? Mm. Yeah. So I'm like eager to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to read on from yeah. here? So Eric's just finished reading that segment of the book. Yeah. So, um, wow. Said Isaac, that sounds really similar to our radio show. Eric shivered. Yes. He said, it makes me wonder if they'd ever write a book about us. It's interesting. It shows that the characters, I guess, are a bit self-aware. Mm. They don't. They they do think about themselves a lot, which we ob- obviously know because they have a radio show, so they're quite selfish. Mm. Um, but they they also think of themselves in terms of um, how other people perceive them, mm. which is um, again really fleshes out these characters. Um, and this is why I love Richard Inspector's work because mm. there's no two-dimensional characters mm. uh, in this work. It's truly uh, a very complex examiner. You know, like Eric here saying, it makes me wonder if they'd ever write a book about us. You know, it makes, you know, Eric is clearly the vainer of the two. Mm. Um, with, you know, he's already thinking about this in mm. comparison to, you know, Isaac, who's, who's like just kind of drawing on that similar comparison and still worrying about the rain shelter. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's really, really interesting. Um, also... What I like about these characters is that they can they can see symbols and recognize patterns because mm. they've recognized that there's a, a bit of a similarity between um, what's what's going on and them. Or, you know, they, they can draw comparisons from this book uh, to the real world, which is really interesting because obviously it's a work of fiction. Mm. Um, nothing like this would ever happen as we've already, mm. we've already talked about. Um, but they, they can, they're able to uh, make links from the text to their real life, which I think takes quite a quite an experienced um, literary uh, analysis to do. Mm. It's it's hard to develop those academic skills to be able to, um, I guess, draw from real world events uh, into books. Mm. Um, but we've we've seen the Richard Inspector is really great at this. Mm. Uh, in well, no, we've actually seen that he's really bad at this. Sorry, because he didn't include COVID in his. <laughs> In his um yes. his book, The Contagious Golf. It was in the sequel, but um yeah, it's like very interesting. You know, so, Eric Shivering here or for also obviously could be a reference to the Contagious Cough, his book that came out. Yeah, in, yeah, of course. And it's it's really interesting the fact that um Richard Inspector is bad at this an, uh, analysis and drawing links between real, real world events and letting, you know, art imitate life. Mm. He's really bad at doing that, but his ca- his characters can recognise that that is something that um some artists do. Mm. And so it's that's really unique where it's almost like his characters are more um adequate i guess at at um analyzing literature than he himself is who is the author of the book yeah. he created these characters yet they are better than he is at what he does mm. yeah so isaac and eric are obviously like engaging in this level of like analysis literary analysis yeah, yeah like um 
as Aaron Evans' awesome adventure, which is very interesting to see. But um, I'll continue reading here. Mm. Um, wow, said Isaac. Anyway, that's all we have time for this week. Again, I'm Isaac and I'm Eric, said Eric. And this was Literary Analysis with Isaac and Eric. Wow. Wow, okay. So They kept it very, very short. Brevity is the soul of wit. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's about quality, not quantity. Mm. Um, and so they're out. I guess now they've so they've finished reading their book, mm. um, which was obviously what was set up from the the beginning of the story. Uh, mm. As we as we knew that they like books and not only books, they like books and words, mm. which is like intriguing. But um, obviously, you know, there's still that unleft you know plot line about building the rain shelter, which I'm intrigued to see whether you know. Isaac will get his way and, you know, Eric will now help him build the rain shelter because obviously it's been established that they both love books and words and that's why they've done some radio show with Baloney Radio. Mm, mm. And that's, it's also really interesting um, to see if, you know, I'm intrigued to see what type of rain shelter they would build. Mm. Um, if, if, if you knew that there was some good, like catastrophic weather event happening. What what type of rain shelter do you reckon you'd build? I, I I don't think I have enough experience in this. Probably a waterproof one. Yeah, so it, so the water doesn't get through. Mm. Um, that's about it. I think I think a requirement. It should fit at least half a person in it. Mm, half a person is like a bit of a stretch though, because you know, obviously, the more you have trying to fit into this this um, rain shelter, mm. the more materials are going to need to block out all the rain. Of course. So, like, I'm interested to see whether Isaac and Eric can compromise, mm. um, especially because they're going to need quite a lot of material for two people for a rain yeah. shelter. Yeah. It's also interesting. Um, we pointed out previously uh, Eric Shivers, um, mm. or Shivered, as being, you know, again, preemptive of uh, Richard Inspector's later book, The Contagious Cough. Mm. Um, I wonder if it's also signifying that um, the extreme weather event is closer than they expect. Mm. Um, perhaps, you know, it's the calm before the storm. It's, it's the chill before the kill mm. um, where they, they're getting the chills and they're shivering and they're like, oh, I wonder, wonder what that was. But it's, mm. it's the temperatures are dropping because they're about to die. Mm. Yeah, and like I'm very, you know, eager to see how Richard Inspector... Uh, takes this on. Yeah. Um, Tying up so, the loose ends. Should I read on? Yes. So we're up to Eric. Um, said Eric. And this was literary analysis with Isaac and Eric. Okay. <clears throat> I'll turn the page. They both left the radio booth quietly. Okay. Okay. I see what... Um, all right. I'm well, what do you think Richard Inspector means by that? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, imagine what it means for them to leave the radio booth quietly. Quietly in particular. Yeah. So, you know, you wouldn't expect that from uh, these characters because they love books and words so much. So you'd imagine they'd be talking about books and words as they leave the radio booth. Yeah, but they're actually leaving quietly, which I guess maybe again, another comparison to the calm before the storm. Mm. Um, or, or maybe they're all outspoken, I guess. They've, they've analysed a book. They've had their daily dose of uh, literary analysis and now they're feeling, you know. Mm, a bit quiet, a bit awestruck or sombre. Yeah, yeah. Um, by um, the book that I've read, which is, uh, uh, I believe, Isaac and Eric were reading uh, Isaiah and Evan's Awesome Adventure. Yeah. Which is, you know, quite interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, really interesting. So I'll, I'll finish... I believe this is the last page, so I'll just... I'll finish it. Yep. Um, so they both left the radio booth quietly. Let's go build a rain shelter, said Eric. Good idea, said Isaac. And they left to build a rain shelter. Wow. Wow. So that that loose end did get tied up in the end by Richard Inspector. Mm. Which is great. So they they left the radio booth and they ended up building a rain shelter. So we now know that they will be protected from this extreme weather event. I also, I find it really interesting, the use of words here. Um, the fact that Isaac was originally the one who had the idea to build the rain shelter. Mm. But then Eric is the one now who says, let's go build a rain shelter. Mm. And Isaac says, good idea, almost as if either he he doesn't remember that it was his idea originally mm. or again, it's him being submissive to Eric and knowing that if he, 
if he says it was my idea, Eric will get really angry at him, maybe hit him with a hammer. Mm. Um, and so, so Isaac's playing that submissive ro- uh, role, playing the, the toad to um, Eric's frog mm. um, and bowing down because he knows that any, any sort of um, conflict at all mm. um, could result in something even more catastrophic than the extreme weather event coming their way. Mm. And Richard Inspector has left a lot of you know, ambiguity about whether these, these characters employ violence or not. Mm. Um, you know, it hasn't been discussed, but you know, we can tell from their actions and their love of books and words that they're probably very violent people. Mm. So I think it's very interesting that Isaac and Eric, um, you know, he, uh, Richard intentionally leaves that ambiguity there um, mm. between the two characters. Uh, mm. from, my, from where I'm standing. Yeah. Okay. So what, what have been our, our thoughts on the book? I guess now that we've finished Richard Inspector's um, Isaac and Eric's awesome adventure. Yeah. So I found that the book they were reading, um, Isaac and Eric, um, Isaiah and Evan's uh, awesome adventure. It was, it was a, a bit of really like, you know, it was very ham fisted. It was, it was quite shit really. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it. To Richard Inspector's mm. you know, masterful depiction of Isaac and Eric. Yeah. So I think it's like quite, you know, it's very interesting that Richard Inspector can write, you know, this masterful literary piece about Isaac and Eric, these two people who love books and words. Mm. And then, you know, within, within, um, Isaac and Eric's universe, you know, they have to suffer through this, this literary bollocks of, um, Isaiah and Evan's awesome adventure, yeah, which is a, a worse piece by, you know, by far, by far. In um, comparison. I believe what, what Richard Inspector might be doing here is demonstrating that his work is far superior to all other works. He's demonstrating his mm. masterful literary genius mm. by showing how bad literary can be, mm. uh, in, in the book that Isaac and Eric read, uh, Isaiah and Evan's uh, awesome adventure. Mm. But in doing so, it again contributes to that theme of vanity and, and mm. validation. Um, he's, he, uh, Richard Inspector, despite being a master at his work, mm. he views himself as such. And so he puts himself above other people. Mm. Um, he himself believes he's the frog to everyone else's toad. Um, mm. And in doing so, he's creating a link um, to the yeah the validation that everyone seeks and he shows that he himself has chosen validation over um maslow's hierarchy of mm. shelter and books yeah so through like creating a book yeah it's quite you know interesting but i yeah it's like uh, i thought it was a very uh i think i came away you know this is one of my favorite books uh, mm. by richard inspector um, with a contagious cough coming in at close second but you know this one really it's got these very compelling characters isaac and eric who obviously, you know... Fully three-dimensional. Incredibly nuanced and layered. Very nuanced. And, you know, he's juxtaposed uh, with this shitty, you know... Two-dimensional. Two, yeah, two-dimensional, two-cent um, in comparison story about these uh, guys called Desire and Evan who mm. Isaac and Erica are analysing. And, like, it's just very interesting to see how, you know, Richard masterfully plays between these these uh, two ends of the spectrum in terms yeah. of literary quality. Yeah, having, I guess, the highest quality you can really see on the market mm. uh, in comparison to some of the shittest literature I've ever come across. Yeah. Um, he kind of juggles it masterfully as well, doesn't he? With the, um, You get lost in the shittiness of it when there are those long tangents of Isaac or Eric reading um, Isaiah and Evan's mm. awesome adventures, um, adventure and you get stuck in it and then you go, oh, this book is shit. Mm. But then... It, it goes out and you like remember oh you know this is uh, Isaac and Eric reading this shitty book um, mm. and back to the good bit um, yeah of Isaac and Eric's you know uh, very in depth analysis of course complementary with Richard Inspector's writing it's like yeah very you know and it does feel I can very much feel the difference between you know reading that you know kind of experiencing Isaiah and Evan's awesome adventure mm. through the lens of Isaac and Eric analyzing mm. the book. Yeah, and I think like that's what uh, I put a lot of value on Isaac and Eric's awesome adventure for allowing me to experience that through the lens um, of Isaac and Eric at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it, it's very interesting. Um, a little fun fact for you: I was doing my research before uh, we came in today, um, and I was looking up some facts about um, Isaac and Eric's uh, awesome adventure, mm. and I've read somewhere that the books were actually released with a waterproof cover. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Like, so Richard Inspector really has thought of everything, you know, in those terms, like... Tying in so many links. Mm. So many links. It's, it's really interesting. Um, 
Um, that's obviously um, a reference to uh, the waterproof Bibles that you can buy, um, which have been around for quite some time. Mm. Um, yeah, well, you know, that have to be around for quite some time if they're waterproof. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Anyway>. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's like, you know, it's very interesting that Rich Inspector has all these, you know, nuances. And I think it's interesting that, um, you know, Isaiah and Evan, you know, it's this awful, awful tale about, you know, these um, people starting this people, Isaiah and Evan starting this radio show, but it's really written with, you know, awful quality in comparison to mm. Isaac and Eric, mm. who, you know, have really written the coattails of um, Richard Inspector's unique writing style. Really? Kind of, you know, that Isaac and Eric have become these very titular, incredibly thought out characters in comparison to the flat characters in the book they're reading. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. And the fact that Isaac and Eric as well are such masters at our literary theory and literary analysis, um, they've, they've really mastered all the different all the different um, lenses uh, through which you can, you know, view such classic literature. Mm. Um, it's just a shame that they had to use those amazing skills on such a shitty piece of literature as um, Isaiah and Evans' awesome adventure. Yeah, I think like, yeah, especially when you compare it to, you know, the greater whole of where, you know, that book comes from, you know, that the um, Isaac and Eric's awesome adventure, which is like, you know, very good back to back. It's just, yeah, mm -hmm. like, again, just incredible. Incredible. So um, I think I personally would give Richard Inspector's um, Isaac and Eric's Awesome Adventure, I'd give it a 10 out of 10. Spectacular. Yeah, In, yeah like, I would give it a 10 out of 10. And, of course, just, like, hypothetically speaking, within, mm. you know, the actual book, um, Isaiah and Evan's Awesome Adventure, the book that yeah. Isaac and Eric analyzes, yeah. is obviously, you know, a 2 out of 10, perhaps even lower. It's, like, yeah. it's just incredible. I agree, probably a 1.5 out of 10. Um, 1.5 even. Not very engaging, a very shallow characters, but, again, the contrast is just spectacular, and I love how Richard Inspector is able to juggle that and use it to his advantage. Mm. In creating such nuanced characters in such a nuanced universe. Mm, yeah, for sure. Like, I, th I would also agree with your rating there. Like, so, yeah. Um, wow. Anyway, um, that's all we have time for this week. Um, so that's, that's the end of our show. I'm Isaac. Yeah, and I'm Eric. And this was Literary Analysis with Isaac and Eric. Um, so you want to go build a rain shelter? Good idea.